Welcome to Manifesting 101, the podcast, breaking it down so it can forever be broken. Who's breaking it down? Kimberly Fitton, me, everybody's favorite mind shift mentor, shifting your mind in the big five areas of your life, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually, emotionally, really obliterating the legalistic and religious constructs that keep poverty the standard operating procedure instead of the anomaly it was always supposed to be. I love my passion, my purpose is to stretch your capacity to really understand the limitlessness that is you. We are the very manifestation of the I am and the divine is limitless so we are limitless and our goal, our, our goal, I know there's a lot of talk we about have the opportunity how about that to really experience life to the fullness and beyond so much so much more. So happy to be sharing space with you. I want to let you know that guess whose anniversary it is. It's our anniversary. Mm-mm. Made for you and me. Do you know what today is? It's it's the anniversary of manifesting one on one the podcast. So two years ago, on the seventeenth of April, I decided to record my first podcast. It was April twenty twenty. We were shelter in place. And I woke up, prayed, and after that, the Lord was like, guess who needs to start recording a podcast? And I just bust out laughing because I had tried like a a couple times before that and just was like, whatever. This podcast was a God idea, not a God-inspired idea. This was God's idea. And I want you to know how I knew the difference between a God-inspired idea and a God idea is... God inspired, an easy way to explain it is just his permission to like, hey, Kim, go write this book, right? And so I write it out of, um, when I wrote The Science of Greatness, it was my experiences, all the things, right? Uh, and it took some work. I had to advertise it. I had to do all the things for that book. God's idea, you don't have to do nothing but do what he tells you to do. And it will be big on its own. So I have done zero promotion for this other than like the post I do on social media. And I don't, y'all can check the timelines on my social media platforms. I don't really do it consistently. And we have 30,000 plus listeners. Like I haven't checked the numbers in, in about a month and a half. But it has grown because it's God's idea. Um, and the lives that have been changed in these two years, these short two years, nothing short of amazing. My favorite scriptures is, if I be lifted up, up from the earth, I will draw all men unto me. And what he was saying was, if you let your light so shine, if you let the goodness that is you shine, it will attract the people. My glory in you will attract the people and the message will expand and it'll change lives. And that's what's happened. I mean, I really am going to give an account because I plan to record a podcast on the actual day of the anniversary. And in that podcast, it's going to be the the hundreds of letters um, and messages, inboxes that I've gotten about life changing for people by finding this podcast randomly. Why? Because it's a God, it's God's idea. And I'm very grateful for that. So I can give 17 seconds of gratitude for the beauty of, in, in God's idea. 
it has been life-changing for me. I've met so many wonderful people. Um, I've got to meet the face of God and so many wonderful people. I've gotten to hear about their lives, their hopes, their dreams, and how they just want to make the world a better place. I've gotten to help mend lives by being the hands of God. And I think that's awesome by being the voice of God because that's what we are. And so I just really thank you for the opportunity to do what I do, to share, to give, to grow, to be amazed, to laugh. And the things that have been birthed out of this podcast, like the meetups that we have and how when we all get together on those Zooms, it just feels like we've known each other forever. That I'm having coffee with friends. And I'm really grateful that you have grown a heart in me to rejoice for the successes of the people I meet as if they were my own. And do you know that never used to be me? And I just marvel. And I'm so grateful for it. And as always, we never ever do strictly 17 seconds because it just feels so good. But when we do it, the chemistry of our DNA changes, the chemistry of our body changes. We're happier, we're regulated, and we're tuned in, tapped in, turned onto the frequency of heaven. So we can be discerning who we should pour into, encourage, uplift, and connect with in this day. And that's enough to go back into a round of thank yous for, but I'm glad that we are in alignment. You guys, how exciting. So here's what we're going to do to celebrate the two-year anniversary. It's totally up to you. So if you want to celebrate the anniversary, the two-year anniversary, and sell $2, you can do that at Cash App, Kimberly Fitten, that's capital K, capital F, so Kimberly and then F-I-T-T-E-N. So dollar sign, Kimberly Fitten, all one word, capital K, capital F, and just $2. That's it. I will call it my coffee phone, but you never know. So my plan is to like begin to bless certain people with like the stuff that you guys give. Um, when I, when I'm led, um, right now it's the coffee fund. It's the anniversary coffee fund. (laughs) If you feel like it, you feel like it. If the podcast has blessed you in any way, um, anniversary seed, $2 to the cash app dollar sign Kimberly Fitton. I'm talking to you guys about really something exciting. It's called ladybugs and fixed houses. Train tracks, ladybugs, and fixed houses. I know you guys are like, really, Kim? You're going to be, you're going to be amazed. So look, I was watching this movie called Under the Tuscan Sun. And there are a couple extraordinary things that happen in this movie that I had these aha, or I like to call them Sila moments, like stop and think about it. So the premise of the movie is there's this lady, she is a book, she writes books and she reviews books and she's a college professor. Um, At the um, book signing of one of her pupils that she held at her house, um, there's this man who was angry and upset that she wrote a review on his book um, about the character and um, he was being spiteful and he was like, real interesting is that what you didn't like about my character seems like your husband's that person and basically just let her know that he was cheating on her um so he left you know her husband left her for a younger woman who happened to be pregnant and was like 
you won't have to pay me alimony if uh, you sell, you give me the house. And so this woman finds herself in this position where she has to begin to live life again. And so her friend buys her a um, ticket to a Tuscany tour. And in this, she decides to buy a Tuscan villa um, because she says, I can't go back. So this villa is run down and she starts to put the house back together. She starts to fix the house. She hires some help, four men that will help her fix this house. While she's fixing the outer structure, she has to deal with what's happening to her inner structure, right? Because you live in a house, but you are also a house. The Bible references houses all the time, right? And it's really when the Bible references building of a house it's right the building of your life and the foundation of it and there are some things right in the parable that jesus talked about about when you build a house and the water comes against it you know it, it can stand if it's built on the right foundation but if you build it on sand it, it's going to shift right it's going to shift the thing houses are weather beaten but how they're built determine um, their stability and sustainability it's the same for us um, the structure of our house that we build, um, is, is, it really starts with our parents and, and those experiences in our childhood. And it, when trauma happens, it, it ruins a little bit, it chips away at some of the foundation, um, chips away at some of the house, but the foundation is strong. It will be able to weather these storms. Sometimes the things that we experience are because of the foundation was shaky, right? Maybe things happen in our childhood and it's just like, I don't believe in much. And so there comes a point and that's the manifestation journey, right? This maturation process where the foundation is then built. We begin to build anew. And so I thought it was really interesting that she was building, fixing a house, but really also addressing the internal issues and rebuilding after being hurt and obliterated, right? So she meets this woman who is the woman she wants to be, basically. She has not a care in the world. She's free. She's awesome. And the lady tells her this. You always are looking so sad. Enough already. Get out of my house. Like, go. Go fix your house. Go fix your house. And the ladybugs will come. Now, what makes more sense is she was telling her because the, the main character in the story was just like, am I going to live alone for the rest of my life? And she was like, um, the lady told her a story when she was little, she wanted badly to find ladybugs and she would spend so much time looking for ladybugs, just looking and looking. And she eventually fell asleep, like in the grass, so exhausted from looking for ladybugs. And when she woke up, ladybugs were all over her. So she shared this with the lady and was like, just go back to building your house and the ladybugs will come. So the main character focused on fixing her house. And the more that she discovered and uncovered, you know, she fixed the structure. But really, she began to fix herself. Um, and she stepped outside of her norm and did something she would never do. And she ended up meeting a man who wasn't the man but it was the man she needed at the time I guess and was able to 
unlock another piece of herself because she stopped focusing on when she was going to get married, when this, when the heartbreak would be over, was she going to live life alone? Like all the things she was thinking in the movie and really focused on the rebuilding. So I want to put a pin right there and ask you, are you focused on the lack of a thing or are you focused on the building? Are you focused on the lack of a thing or are you focused on the fixing? Because understand in this manifestation journey, it is really about our highest good coming to us. In order for our highest good to come to us, we must be in receiving mode. We must open ourselves to receiving. And trauma makes it hard for us to be open to receiving. Trauma makes it hard for us to believe that good can happen. Trauma makes it hard for us to believe that we can do the impossible or what no one has ever done before in our lineage. So in this manifestation journey, we those things are being fixed within us the more we open ourselves to receiving. This brings me to another part of the story, which I'll get back to right after this. Have you considered group mentorship? Um, maybe one-on-one -on -one is not for you and you want to build a community, but you really want to dive deeper into this manifestation in the big five, mentally, physically, financially, spiritually. You want a place to get information, look it over, and then you want to be able to touch base with me and hear my wisdom in the matter and receive tools monthly. Um, and emails every week um, about the manifestation goal of the week. Have some fun manifesting. Maybe you just want to be built up and encouraged. You want access to personalized affirmations. Well, I would strongly suggest considering group mentorship. Go to KimberlyFitton.com and fill out the application for group mentorship. We're only taking serious applicants and I think it's about time that you belong to a community where you can get love, light, and also some insightful, amazing tools. And if you belong to this group, this inner circle manifestation group, you will have access to things that other people don't have access to. And that's because there's a benefit to investing in yourself. To find out more, go to KimberlyFitton.com and go to the store and look for the group mentorship, Mind Shift Mentorship Inner Circle. That's It's going to be free for the application and go ahead and fill out the form and do it today. Now, back to the show. So, okay, in the movie, um, she, the guy who uh, helps her buy the house, um, is helping her again because a snake entered into the house and so her living alone she asked him to search all over for it and then she starts pouring her heart out to him about um, how she's just like really lonely and all this other stuff and he says to her why do you feel you're stupid and she goes because I bought this house there are three bedrooms and what if there's nobody to fill it what if there's never anyone but me he said, you're not stupid. He said, I want to tell you a story. When 
they built the train tracks for the Alps. The train that goes around the Alps. There wasn't a train, but they built the tracks to prepare for the train that would be built later on. They had no idea if the train was going to ever happen, but they built the tracks from the belief that it would. And so this brings me to the next point. You fix your house and the ladybugs will come, right? As I said, fix the house and all good things will come when you allow yourself to be built up. And then once the building up happens, not when it is complete, but once it happens, you have an obligation to build your train tracks for the train that hasn't come in yet. Prepare for the blessings of your desires. Prepare. Um, I'm reminded of my mom's story. She wanted to be married and she prepared for it. She set an extra seat at the table, an extra plate. She filled it with food. And she would have conversations with her imaginary husband in front of her five kids, believing that it would happen. When she would clear the plate, she would ask him, was he ready for dessert? And we looking at her were like, I hope our mom is not losing it. Actually, we thought she was just playing. Some of us thought that. The other of us thought, man, just playing a great game of imagination. And so we joined. She didn't allow doubt to sit at her table. She prepared a space and place. So I ask you, what, what are you building your train tracks for? Like, what is your train? Begin to prepare for that life now. You want to be a successful businesswoman or businessman? What is a successful businesswoman? What does a successful business person do? What, what, are, what are you doing in that day? How are you dressing? How are you living? What's your morning routine of this successful person? Great. Be that now. I have a mentee um, who was like, you know, I, I know the person I'm going to be when I move to this city. And I was like, do you, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to do these certain things until I'm actually living in that city. And I suggested, do those things now so that the city will come to you. When you make room for the blessings of your desire, they match that frequency and you collide sooner. Relax is what it meant. Fix your house and the ladybugs will come. The thing that you've been searching for, if you relax and lean into the work and allow the work to happen, what, you, what you're waiting for will come to you. And when you lean into that work, you will be challenged to begin to prepare a space for your blessing. And when you do that, you will collide. And it will be the most beautiful thing. I'm so excited. I'm excited about the messages that reinforce what I know to be true. That literally, just like the field of dreams, if you build it, it will come. I love you all. 
I'm Kimberly Fitton. This is Manifesting 101, the podcast, celebrating our two-year anniversary. It's been my joy and pleasure to, to share space with you. And if you don't do anything else in this world, in this day, you hold your head up high, stick your chin out, keep good eye contact, because after all, your greatness will still be great.